Awesome. Well, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Millennials in Ministry. My name is Aaron V. Lashley, and today I have the special privilege of interviewing Justin Coe, who is the founder of That Christian Vlogger on YouTube. You guys have probably seen his stuff. He does amazing content along with his wife, Emily. So I'm really excited to have you, Justin. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much. Appreciate being here. Yeah, you're so welcome. So for those who are watching that may not know anything about you, can you give us some context as to like who you are, where you're from, and how you got started blogging, vlogging, I should say? Yeah, totally. So I, uh, my name is Justin, born and raised in Southern California. Currently, I live up in the Portland, Oregon area. Uh, and I've been doing like the YouTube thing for like three years. Actually, uh, this month is my three-year anniversary. So I've been doing it for three years. Uh, just got the notification today that the channel's passed about 3 million lifetime views. So that's, that's kind of awesome. a cool mile marker. Uh, yeah. Very excited about that. And uh, yeah, I make content online on YouTube, really aimed at trying to help us live out the Christian uh, Christian faith. What does that look like? Sometimes it's answering questions. Uh, sometimes it's sharing uh, stories from my life. But basically, the whole hope behind this is that if you are wanting to grow your faith if you're wanting to connect with other believers that my channel would be a place to do that speaking of which come here babe this is emily my wife Yay. Uh, hey, emily, how are you? she says hi how are you why don't you put one of these in so you can hear her <laughs> yeah. Hello. how are you emily yeah what's your name my name is aaron and uh, i host a podcast called millennials in ministry and i discovered Actually, your husband, but then I saw that you guys do the video uh, channel together, and I discovered you guys together and thought it'd be cool to have you on the show. Oh. Do you want to hang out for a little bit, or do you want to... Sure, I can hang out. I don't know how many watches. Yeah, let's do it. There you go. You got two for the price of one, which (laughs) you're not paying me for, so you're going to get your money's worth. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. No, this is really cool. I I love this. There's Emily. Sweet deal. So you guys are traveling to Seattle, is that right? We are in Seattle. Uh, okay. Let me give you a little example of what we're looking at right now. Whoa. Tons, Tons of snow, of huh? Snow. Yeah, uh, we are here. I am doing some work for a ministry up in this area. Emily uh, took a day to hang out with us. And uh, cool. so yeah, we're hanging out together for, for the day. That's awesome. Well, uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, I'm sure you've interacted with a lot of young people, especially I feel like the millennial crowd is attracted to everything that you guys are do. You guys do because you're millennials yourselves. But I want to ask you, you know, what are some maybe some exciting things you see the more that you interact with today's generation? And what do you hope to see more of as the years go by in this generation? Yeah, great question. So I am absolutely inspired when I get to meet young people who are on fire for the Lord. Um, One of the things that I see kind of as a trend, and I'm sure you see this in your local circle, is that a lot of young people, they're fed up with the politicking or just kind of the politics, like just like everything that's going on that makes religion really messy. But while I do see a lot of that going on, the people who are sticking around and who are trying to, rather than just complain or be complacent, Uh, or criticize, they are attempting to be the change that they want to see out there in the world. And the way that I see young people doing that is so inspiring. It's so cool to see how um, people are rejecting the status quo and really trying to wrestle through what does this look like if I give God everything I've got. And so for me, that's what I'm inspired by the most for sure. That's cool. Any thoughts from you, Emily, that you want to add to that? Um, I think it's cool that you can use nowadays like social media as a positive platform 
um, for ministry. Um, I think when you talk to anybody else, they think of millennial, they just think of, you know, a beauty blogger or something like that, which, you know, can all have, um, you know, positive results for those types, for different types of people, but it's cool that you can use this platform as ministry. Yeah. You could have done that even like 10 years ago. Like, it's advanced that much, which is cool. That's awesome. And it's very true. I feel like the way culture is moving today, it's just allowing for so much impact to be made um, by people who are willing to step up and use their voice. So I so appreciate what you guys are doing on that Christian Vlogger YouTube channel and the impact you're making. And even some of my friends and followers are like huge, huge fans of you guys. And they even gave oh, me a couple cool. questions to ask you, which is really cool. So um, well, awesome. uh, well, thank you to anyone who watches that. We appreciate that a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, and next question I want to ask you is just how do you prepare for content um, for difficult topics, some videos that you've done. This is actually a question from Jasmine. Shout out to Jasmine, who is a big fan of you guys's. And she said um, that she watches, you know, she's watched the video on women in ministry or the LGBT movement. How do you prepare content for those topics? Yeah, I think one of the most important points to being able to speak meaningfully in that, in that kind of subject matter is to actually have real conversations and real life lived from those areas. It, it's one thing to talk about a subject that you've read about or that you've heard about and that you've studied, but it's an entirely different thing to speak about it from um, like actually experiencing that subject matter in your own life. And so whether it's uh, a, a series of videos on the LGBT community, it's one thing to just be like, oh, there's those, the, the gay people that are over there, you know, and yeah. I'm gonna talk about them. I think it's entirely different to talk with them, to speak mm -hmm. to them. Um, and so one of the major things that I try and make sure that I do is when I have a subject that I'm wanting to discuss, especially if it's something that I don't have any personal experience with, I really like to include people who are from that represented group. Um, yeah. And it's okay for me, at least in my opinion, it's okay to have a conversation with someone who doesn't believe the same thing that I do. Um, so on the LGBT series, uh, for those of you guys who have never checked it out, each time I've had a conversation on this subject, I've invited someone who's openly gay and considers themselves a Christian, which I know is kind of already inflammatory, but uh -huh. what's the point about talking about someone? Uh, yeah. Why not just talk with them and actually ask them the question that I think most people are trying to ask. And so yeah. um, I, I try to ground most of the videos from experience as opposed to just theoretically talking about something. And if it's something that I don't know a lot about or if it's something that I've never had personal experience with, then I try and just like let it be and not make a video about it. Yeah. No, that's really good. And um, Emily, I kind of want to ask you too, you know, what do you think or what would you consider to be one of the most controversial subjects that you guys have talked about? And then what was the audience's response to that? And just so you know, uh, Justin, your mic, I think, is on your headpiece. So when Emily talks, maybe if you could just turn towards her a little oh. bit more. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Probably the LGBTQ one was the most controversial, I'd say. Mm. Just um, I mean, it was a, a big viewed, a well viewed video, which was, um, I mean, very impactful for a lot of people who don't, yeah. who come into Christianity or they are Christians, they're like, wow, I never thought that that could happen. Like me having a conversation with, with someone who doesn't believe the same thing as me. But for me, I really like to look at it as like not an us versus them type of thing. Just like think about sitting with a friend at a coffee shop and just having honest yeah. conversations and um, just being open to hearing other people's views and uh, have a loving conversation through everything is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
One thing I love about your most recent vlog that you did, uh, Justin, you were talking about waiting on God and uh, talking about that there's purpose in waiting. And so one thing that I've been thinking a lot about lately is that I feel like there's this mindset that a lot of Christians have today where it's almost like formula Christianity. Mm. So if I want a good job, I have to do X, Y, and Z. If I want to be married, I have to do X, Y, and Z. If I want a mended relationship, I have to do X, Y, and Z. Like trying to figure out, you know, if I don't have X or like if I don't, don't have the results, I, I must be doing something wrong. And I kind of just want to get you guys' thoughts on that. And how would you encourage people who are waiting, who maybe think that they haven't received what they're waiting for because it's their fault and maybe something that they're not doing right? What would you say about that? Yeah, so I like to challenge the underlying assumption of that. And, and it's this, is that God in your life changes the circumstances around your life for the better. <laughs> that may be true, but that also may not be true. I mean, you can look through, all throughout the Bible of people who's, who at least the end of their story wasn't always that glamorous, whether they are it's because of persecution or it's because they're abandoned by their family, friends, whatever the case is. So I like to challenge the thinking from the very base level. Imagine that your life would never be better with God. Would you still choose to, to have God in your life? Imagine mm -hmm. this relationship thing or this job thing or the money thing or whatever the thing is that's in your head. Yeah. Imagine that thing was never fixed and you knew that going into it. Would you still choose to follow God? And mm -hmm. at the core of that, it's, it's kind of getting to the question is, why do we follow God? Do we follow God for his benefits and the blessings that he can give us? Or do we follow God simply because he is God and because he's yeah. done something for us and we just want to respond. If my life wasn't better today or tomorrow or the rest of my life, would I still choose to follow after God? And I'd, I'd want to say, at least from an ideological perspective, maybe not an emotional perspective, but ideologically, I want to say yes. And so that yeah. changes the way that I live my life because if I'm no longer in it to get something from God, then it changes the way that I perceive the entire picture. It helps yeah. make the waiting better because... I realize that my, my life on this earth isn't about me getting something special, but it's about what God's trying to do in my heart a little bit more than that. And so in the waiting, it's less about God. I'm trying to get to this destination as opposed to I'm trying to sit with you and spend time with you. Hmm. It's really good. Any thoughts from you, Emily, on that? What do you think about that? whole issue? Yeah, I really like to look at the, like, you're a part of God's story type of thing instead of like I'm a part uh God's a part of my story yeah so like really taking yourself out of it's all about me and like how is God using my story to make um to bring him glory and to make me have a stronger character that I can have a stronger faith in him so really taking out your own perspective like it's all about me and what can God do for me and I'm a part of something bigger. Yeah, I think that that perspective shift is something that's really hard for us to do in, in like a first world context because everything around us is about us. Businesses yeah. exist for the sake of bringing me value. Uh, yeah. You know, friendships and family even exist to bring me value, but that's not the way that it works with God. There is a certain truth, obviously, that when you live life with God, that your life is genuinely better in some tangible and real way. But that's not why we do it. We join yeah. up so that we can be caught up in what God is doing. The story isn't about us. The story is about who God is. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. And I think that, like you said, if we could change our perspective on that, 
it will make the waiting less frustrating and also the receiving even more joy filled. So that that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, another question. Oh, go ahead, please. Oh, sorry, just to add to that, no, like if you look at the characters in the Bible and and their stories that are really inspiring, like God used their story to inspire. So if you like, like just think about you living your life that way, like you're you being a part of God's story can inspire someone else. Um, I just really like looking at it that way too. Yeah, that's true. And it's less of a me focused and more of like, how can God use me to help others focus, mm -hmm. which makes again, once again, the waiting a lot more enjoyable <laughs> for sure. Um, I want to know from you guys, what do you wish you saw more of in today's culture when it comes to millennials being in church and what, what's your encouragement for millennials in today's culture? What do you hope to see more of in the next few years? Yeah, I think I kind of got to it towards the beginning. This last weekend, I got to, a chance to speak at my, uh, one of the churches that we work with. And it was this message of, you know, God never, no one's spiritual gift is complaining. Hmm. Like, no, God never placed anyone on this earth to just criticize and to become cynical. Like, yeah. the whole reason why we are put into this world and God has given us a mission is so that we can be the change. And like, I get why millennials struggle with this. I know I struggle with this. Like I complain all the time. I'm cynical all the time. I criticize all the time. But yeah. sitting in that place for too long is a very toxic thing. Mm -hmm. And like, I see a lot of my peers doing this where they have a lot of very legitimate concerns with the church. So many, a list of things that they, could, they can quote where I'd be like, yeah, I agree with you. But the point is, is well, what are we doing about it? Are we yeah. actually going to make a difference? Are we actually going to, um, you know, put our own energy and effort into it? So when we see the world and we think about things like social media, right? Or, mm -hmm. you know, human trafficking, uh, social justice, whatever the case is, our generation is really quick to be like, to have a voice and to get involved and to try and make things better. Whether we do mm -hmm. it like well or not is to be debated, but our, at least our heart is we want to get involved. But the yeah. problem is, is when it comes to the church, for whatever reason, our response is, oh, forget the church, screw the church, I'm going to just do things on my own. And yeah. like, I get why that's the natural response, but I, I would challenge us to be more mature and say, okay, we have all this positive energy for everything else in, in life, but why aren't we applying it to the church and to the kingdom of God? If there mm -hmm. are legitimate problems out there, then, then do something about it. Don't just give yeah. up on the church. Yeah, that's good. I would echo that, like, be the change you wish to see, you know, <laughs> like that, mm -hmm. that quote. Um, yeah. You know, like, you you have talents, you have gifts, so don't just sit back and just complain and watch everybody do everything. Like, you, you be the change, yeah. That's good. That's good. So what are some exciting things coming up in 2019 for you guys? Anything that we can look forward to seeing or you're most excited about? Um. Starting in the middle of February, I'm going to be doing a series of videos on my channel throughout the entire book of Romans. Now, most of my videos have been like very topical, uh, question and answer based, um, but I haven't done a series of videos yet where we just like go through the text verse by verse, chapter by chapter. Okay. And we will be doing an entire series on the book of Romans uh, coming up, almost ready to be released. I'm, I'm already shot 39 episodes. It'll be a roughly 70. And the whole idea is like, listen, you know, we know that some of the spiritual practices include 
prayer, Bible study, whatever. But a lot of times it's hard to really get something meaningful from it. And mm -hmm. so I've partnered with a buddy of mine and uh, we're gonna release a series of videos where every day for about 10 minutes, you can engage with the text and just hopefully it'll, it'll provide some insight as to what does it look like when we wrestle through the text together. That's really cool. Yeah, That's I'm excited awesome. about it, can't wait. Yeah, anything from you, Emily, that you're excited about? I am excited to actually watch the videos. She hasn't seen any of the videos yet. <laughs> and learn more about Romans. Um, that's like a, a very meaty book. Um, yeah. There's a lot of substance in that, in there about the law and salvational issues and lots of questions that I actually have. And um, just growing up a Christian, it's just like, I've never gotten into the, like the meat of the book, which I'm excited to just learn more about it. So I'm really looking forward to them. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, when you guys record your videos, do you do a bunch like you just said at once and then you release them? Is that typically how you do it? I, I wish that there was a regular rhythm. Sometimes yes, okay. sometimes no. So okay. this series on Romans, I'm shooting with a friend of mine. So it's me and some other guy that's that we're going to teach this together. And okay. we would do like in one week, we'd shoot for three days and we'd shoot 20 episodes over the course of three days. And so cool. we've done it twice and we've made it to 39. Um, other times it's like, I'll do one video a week or sometimes there'll be two and it, it just, it kind of varies. There's no real science behind it. It's whenever we get yeah. to do it. No, that's really cool. And that's actually encouraging too. Cause it's, it's like when you get out there and you just start trying stuff, sometimes you think like, should I be more organized? Like, is this like, I feel like I'm all over the place, you know, and other times you're just like, you know, just do it and God right. will show you how to keep going, you know, make the most of it. So yeah, or, uh, organization is definitely not my spiritual gift. <laughs> Hers a little bit more, but definitely not me. I was going to say, probably maybe some more from Emily. Maybe that's why you guys make such a great couple. <laughs> but um, thank you guys so much for your time and taking some time just to chat with me and, and uh, answer some questions and give advice to millennials. So appreciate it. If of people want to stay in touch with you and just follow along on your journey, what would you say is the best way to do that? Well, obviously, you're on Instagram right now. So you can follow us on Instagram at jku or at emilykoo. Uh, and you can do that. Or if you want to just go on YouTube and, and search for Christian vloggers or whatever, uh, our channel should come up. Sweet deal. And I apologize. I pronounced your last name wrong. I said co earlier and it's Koo. It's all so good. Justin, no Emily Koo. <laughs> My bad. But thank you guys so much. And thank you all for watching live. I've seen a lot of you just waving hey and commenting and stuff. So thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cool. Thank, thank you, you so much.